0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Infinite Journeys. As always, I'm your host, Tony Z. Asher could not join me tonight due to some unforeseen circumstances, so I'm going this one solo, and this should be very interesting. (laughs) We were originally planning Dead Space lore for this episode, but we pushed that back a week, which I think will fit perfectly because the Dead Space remake comes out on Friday, January 27th. So if we record, we usually record on Sunday, so on the 29th, we'll record... Our Dead Space lore episode, which will be right in perfect timing with the Dead Space remake. So uh, today we've got a little bit of news gone wild, as always. And then uh, I'm going to probably spend the rest of the episode talking about Vampire Survivors because your boy has been addicted. If you heard me talk about it on the last episode briefly, I put it on my top five games of the year. And uh, it may have even moved up to or, uh, games of the year for 2022, 20, I should say. It may have moved up on my list because I cannot seem to put this game down. <laughs> there's i finally despite all the time i played it i never actually finished a level until earlier tonight while i was setting up the podcast i finally finished the inlaid library level and surpassed my 30 minutes i've not got around to beating death yet which i guess you can actually do in the game i wasn't aware of that i just kind of got that and was like oh i beat this stage so we'll see how much farther we can get in the future but first let's get into our news gone wild for the week we got a couple weird things here One of them is from January 20th, but kind of spawns back to Christmas. A girl apparently asked Rhode Island police to analyze a Christmas cookie for Santa's DNA, which I thought was kind of strange. (laughs) Hopefully, I don't, if anybody out there believes in Santa that's listening to this podcast, I'm not going to spoil your belief in Santa, but I don't think you're going to find Santa's DNA in a cookie. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Very interesting. I don't know how old this... I don't know if it was a child. It doesn't really say. It says, young lady has a keen sense for truth in the investigative process and did a tremendous job packaging her evidence for submission. We'll do our very best to provide answers for her. <laughs> so, yeah. Santa's DNA in cookies. I don't know how you would... Oh Well, I guess if it's the partially eaten cookie, then you might be able to find DNA in it because it might have Santa's saliva or she may just end up finding out that somebody else ate it. Maybe the the neighborhood dog or cat, or parent's brother, sibling. I don't know. In other news, radio signals detected on Earth from ga- from galaxy nine billion light years away. I don't know how that's possible. The radio signal was emitted from a star creating galaxy named SDSS J0826 two six plus five six three zero. Who the heck named this freaking galaxy, man? can they just give it, like, a normal name, like, Galaxy Charlie or something? Why is it, like, 20 numbers? It was around when the universe was just 4.9 billion years old. It's very strange that they capture a radio signal. It has a specific wavelength called the 21-centimeter line. It's also known as the hydrogen line and is the electromagnetic radiation spectral line. Okay, I don't understand any of that. I'm not a scientist. As hydrogen is spread out across our universe, it's a good way to identify the location of galaxies. So that's about what that's all about. But I found it interesting that it was a radio signal found from 9 billion light years away. It might even be more than 9 billion. I don't know how many zeros equals 9 billion, but there's a lot of zeros on this. Man holds nine world records for putting everything from forks to straws in his beard. Now, I've been wanting to grow a beard... Quite long. Well, I guess it wouldn't be quite long. I always grow it. And then once it gets past a certain point, it gets really itchy. And I decide I have to shave it all off. That's usually how it goes. But I can't imagine storing forks and straws in my beard. Joel Stratcher's beard adornments items include everything from toothpicks, straws, chopsticks, and Christmas baubles, golf trees, forks, clothes pegs, and pencil. I'm sorry, golf trees. (laughs) No, it's golf tees. I don't know how you're going to fit a whole golf tree inside your beard. But golf tees, forks, clothes pegs, and pencils have all found temporary homes there. What a weird, weird record to uh, to seek. And this comes with pictures. There's a pictures of I don't know 100 or probably more than 100 like Q-tips sticking out of his beard. I don't know how he got them to stick and like stay in his beard unless he put like a lot of beard grease or something to hold it in there. That's just a disgusting thought. So we're gonna move on from that. Woman on honeymoon appalled as passenger exposes their smelly feet on 10-hour flight. I don't know why you would. Why would you pull your feet out on a flight to begin with? Like, just keep your shoes on. It's kind of disrespectful to those around you, especially if your feet are all, like, sweaty and, like, stenched or something. And it's 10 hours of that. And then it's, like, probably hot. So then you got the aroma of someone's nasty feet mixed in with the heat and the sweat of, like, other people. And, ugh, ugh. That's disgusting, man. That's just, that's just gross. I don't know why my weird news went to disgusting news tonight, but that's all we got. So let's talk Vampire Survivors. This is really weird. I'm not used to, (laughs) I'm not used to doing this by myself, but Vampire Survivors, uh, for anyone who doesn't know yet, is available right now on Game Pass. It's on Xbox, PC, and mobile. I have like literally played on all three. I think it's kind of cool because I've been playing on PC PC via Game Pass, so I've still been getting my achievements on my Xbox whenever I do something significant in the game. It's basically a retro, like eight, I guess eight bit, maybe sixteen bit inspired game, like from old NES or SNES style graphics, where you just try to survive as long as you can while infinite hordes and waves of enemies are gathering on the screen. I got to a certain point in the game where there were so many enemies on the screen where I couldn't even see my character anymore and I know what the heck was going on. That was around about the 30-minute mark of the second stage. I personally have only unlocked three stages so far because I wasn't... Starting off, I was having a lot of trouble making it to that 30-minute mark. I think the most I made it was like 15 minutes. And then earlier tonight, I finally hit like a 30-minute mark on the second stage, which is the inlaid library. A bunch of cool like... Uh, monster movie inspired monsters in the game everything from bats and zombies and I think there's like a some boss characters which you immediately know are like a boss style character because they're show up on the screen and they're either way bigger than a character or there's like unique monsters kind of like in Diablo where they'll flash or there'll be a different color I think that's a pretty cool aspect they definitely had to do this game I'm pretty sure in like this 8-bit format because if they would try to do it in like a modern day format there is no Possible way, I don't think that that game could run on anything with the amount of enemies that come on that screen. <laughs> That's usually when I get overwhelmed. Like in the first stage, there's swarms. I call them swarms. There's like swarms of bats in the beginning. Once you get past a certain amount of minutes, there's like a swarm that'll surround you. And then you get past another certain amount of minutes, you'll be enclosed in a circle with like these flower type monsters that'll almost kind of lock you in, like a closing circle on a battle royale, but you can kind of push them out if you want to take a couple hits, or you can just kind of fight within their circle and they'll eventually disappear. Or if you get lucky, you can get this one power-up on the map that'll just kind of explode a bunch of enemies all around you. You get a significant choice of weapons. I think you can carry up to six weapons at one time, and then like six perks, which could be like, say, an armor that'll let you reduce your damage taken. Or uh, one of the weapons, that's my favorite one. Uh, I think once you get a weapon and a specific perk combined and you get that weapon leveled up enough it'll like evolve into like an ultimate form of a weapon so it'll become more powerful i really like the garlic once you get that thing to like level nine and evolve it then it starts stealing hearts from enemies and healing you so that's kind of cool i think another one that's really cool is a rune tracer which kind of just bounces around the screen like a ping pong effect and uh, it can take out a bunch of enemies. As you level up, you can shoot like more than one. So it'll be like three or four projectiles. And then once you evolve that thing, it starts once it bounces off of something to explode. So it can deal heavy amounts of damage. There's an axe that kind of throws like up in the screen. It goes like up in the air and then kind of bounces down. And it'll go through waves of enemies. As it like hits one, it'll fall back through a bunch of other ones. I think when that thing gets fully evolved and it turns into a giant scythe and then it fans out around you which is kind of cool yeah overall this game is like really it's basically just a time-consuming addictive game if you're really bored like it doesn't really have a story or anything like that so if you're looking at it looking for a game with like some amazing story or something like that then maybe go like play god of war ragnarok i said enough about that in the last episode (laughs) go play something like that but if you're looking for something that's just straight up fun and like mindless entertainment like I wouldn't even advise looking up anybody playing it on like YouTube or anything like that, because if you do that, it looks so stupid and boring. It's not until you actually play the game that you realize, whoa, this is actually really fun. And then you end up getting addicted. And next thing you know, you're on like three different runs. You're like, I probably spent, I don't know, 20 minutes. And then next thing you know, you spent like four hours. At least that's how it was for me, <laughs> especially when you uh, when you add in the fact that you can play it on mobile. So I'd be like on break at work or something or like what I'm using the bathroom, like throwing on being like, Oh, I'll just be playing this for a little bit and then I'll turn it off. And the next thing you know, you're locked into one of those runs. And like I said, the run goes up to 30 minutes before you beat the stage. So you either die early on or you just keep going for 30 minutes. I think you can pause the game, but there's no way to save the game, which is kind of unfortunate. I do think they should have added a method to like save and pick up where you left off. So if you're, like, halfway through a run and you have to go do something, you can save the game and then come back to it. But I do like that you can pause it. Like, on the mobile, you have a portrait mode or a landscape mode, and, like, the upper right-hand side of it is a little pause button. You can hit that. And on Xbox, you you just hit the start button, and you can pause it. I'm actually hoping that – I think it's Ponicle was the person or the studio that made it. I'm hoping they do a Switch port but if they do, it's over for your boy because, like I said, i already be playing it all over mobile phones, and i probably play it all over the Switch. I played it on PC today, and I mostly play on Xbox, mobile. <laughs> but basically, I play it on everything. Y'all have li- listened to this show long enough, you know I'm no stranger to buying different games on multiple platforms, and this one, while it was free for Game Pass, if you ever wanted to buy it, it's literally only like $5, and then there's a DLC pack which I did buy on Xbox. And it's, I think it was like with Game Pass, $1.78 or something like that, less than $2. So it's really well worth worth the cheap price. You can buy it on Steam, the whole collection, which is DLC, soundtrack, end game. I think it was for like less than $10. It was $9.86. Somewhere along those lines. But yeah, that's basically all the game is. Just surviving multiple waves of enemies, picking out your weapon loadouts, After you, well, I didn't mention that. After you fight these waves of enemies, after you kill a certain amount, they'll drop basically these little blue gems on the ground. You collect those, and that's how your character levels up on each run. You collect a certain amount of gems, and you'll level up, and then that's how you can get different weapons. Like, your character will have a starting weapon. So you pick the one, I call her the nun, but her real name is like something cleric eye. She has this stuff called Santa water, which just kind of throws a jar or a bottle out of the sky and explodes, and it creates damage on the ground, so enemies that pass through it will get damaged. Once that thing's fully evolved, enemies almost can't even touch you because it throws, I don't know, four or five of them out, and then their their area of attack damage or their radius is expanded out, so enemies will just kind of cross into it and explode. But yeah, you have that, and then each time you level up, you can pick from a list of three, or if your luck is high enough, four items. And like I said, you get six weapons and six total perks, I guess, that can be added to the weapons. And a combination of a weapon and a specific perk gets the evolution of that weapon. I don't remember what the one for garlic was. It was garlic and one of the... I don't remember what the perk was. But I think when I finally beat the game, I had like three different evolutions. I had the Rune Tracer evolved. I had the Axe evolved. And I had the garlic evolved. Actually, no, the garlic wasn't evolved. It was evolved on a run just before that, (laughs) where I died at, like, I think it was 22 minutes in, and I died, and then the next run, I had the axe, the rune tracer, possibly the magic wand, which shoots out a projectile, but it's not, like, the rune tracer is different than the projectiles because it bounces around like a ping pong ball. The wand is basically your classic, like, soul arrow, or, like, Diablo style, just firing, like, a a magic missile at enemies it'll kill like one enemy but what i like about the projectile attacks is that as you evolve them you could shoot more than one and then if you have a character like say there's one character in the game who automatically shoots like two projectiles there's also a specific section in the main menu you collect gold throughout the game and you can use that gold to unlock different characters or you could also unlock specific permanent stat increases or permanent power-ups for characters so like the first one i think is like might and it'll give a 10 percent increase to strength each time your character goes up in rank or levels up so those are really cool there's one that'll increase your speed one that'll increase your health all that kind of stuff there's a whole bunch of it there's even one called greed where the more you put into it the more gold you'll get in the missions and i think one of the achievements is to get five thousand gold in one run so that'll probably be beneficial for that There's one called Curse, which will make enemies harder. I haven't done that one, and I probably never will (laughs) because this game is hard enough already. But yeah, overall, it's just a really addictive game that's just fun running around, constantly playing to see the different loadouts or the different weapons and leveling up. So far, the weapons I've seen, there's one called a Cross, which is like a boomerang. I think that might be the other one I had evolved when I finally beat the second stage, which is called the Inlaid Library. So each time you get to a certain level on a stage, you unlock the next stage. It's like, I think you reach level 20 in the first area, which is called Mad Forest, and you'll unlock the Inlaid Library. Then you reach level 40 in the Inlaid Library and it unlocks the Dairy Plant. I think there's, I don't know how many stages there are because I haven't seen them all yet. I've only gotten as far as to unlocking the Dairy Plant. I think to unlock the one after the Dairy Plant, I have to reach like level 80 in the Dairy Plant. And the Dairy Plant, is just this massive kind of factory area it's got some funny monsters which is like there's one monster it's a variation of a monster in Inlaid inlay library but it's all white and it's supposed to be like milk themed like i think i think the evil creatures in this one are called like milk mages or something like that eventually you get a bestiary which gives you a little bit of lore into some of the characters which i actually thought was pretty cool I like how they put a little bit of background lore into it. Well, not the characters, but the monsters. They might have background lore on the characters. If they do, I haven't found it yet. But overall, just a really fun game. Well, worth picking up, especially if you have Game Pass. The only other game I've really been playing this week is I started revisiting Final Fantasy 7 PS5 version. Now that I have a PS5 because I never finished the PS4 one. So I decided to jump back in and try and finish that up. Because we got Final Fantasy 16 coming out soon, I'm pretty hyped for that. But y'all should already know about that if you listen to our first episode this year, which was uh, was the first our top five games of 2022 and our most anticipated games of 2023, where I had like 17 games. One of those games I've knocked off my list. I'm still not sure how to fear about it. I played the demo a little bit. And it was okay. So it's, but it's not like a day one. And that's that for spoken game. It's not a day one for me. I did pre order Dead Space Remake, which comes out on Friday. I already mentioned that. Uh, really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, other than that, this is probably a short episode because I think I just did a really winded like 10 minutes. So I apologize for the short episode. Like I said, Asher will join me again next week. And we should be back to normal with some Dead Space lore. Also, on a side note, it's not there yet, but if you head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash infinitejourneys and subscribe, we're starting some brand new shows over there. Asher and I are doing a retro and nostalgia podcast called Once Upon a Throwback, our first episode. We didn't get to record this weekend, so we'll probably record that next weekend as well. It's going to be all on the Nintendo Entertainment System. So if you subscribe to the Patreon, you can send us questions, comments, future topics, like you can suggest future topics or anything like that. Any of your questions or comments on the Patreon will be read aloud on the show. We'll respond to them. So I'm mainly trying to get you all to do that. So it's five bucks a month. That's my plan for the Patreon. That is the permanent. It's only one tier, $5 a month. That's forever. I don't ever plan on like changing any of that. I don't care how big we get. I don't plan on changing that. It plans on staying at $5, reasonable price for everybody. I want to keep it reasonable for our audience. And yeah, you'll get to access to stuff like that. You'll get early access to these episodes. So like whenever I finish recording this episode, I'll probably put it up right away on the Patreon. Whereas it'll probably go up Monday or Tuesday on free feeds. But yeah, I'm also going to be starting a, I didn't announce this last week. I think I did announce what's upon a throwback next last week, but I didn't announce what we were doing. So we're doing the Nintendo Entertainment System. We're looking for anybody's memories. In uh, February, we have the opinionated Lush's crew is going to be joining us. That'll be on a throwback episode. I'm just going to announce that they're joining us. I'm not going to announce what the subject is yet because I don't want to ruin that. We've got some pretty exciting stuff lined up for Once Upon a Throwback. It's going to be covering more than just like retro video games and stuff. It'll also cover TV shows, movies, books, or even random memories like say like summer camp growing up or something like that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Astro and I are looking forward to it and I think y'all are going to join it. In addition to that, I'll be starting up a new Patreon-exclusive podcast alongside my wife, all about pro wrestling. As it starts, it's just going to be all elite wrestling, if uh, any of you listening are a fan of that. We'll be talking about each episode of Dynamite and Rampage and then the AEW pay-per-views when they come out. If the show becomes big enough or the Patreon becomes big enough, maybe in the future we'll cover WWE stuff or maybe I'll sprinkle in a WWE pay-per-view or something like that every now and again. But WWE has like three shows a week. And AEW has two shows plus two YouTube shows. So there's at least four out of five days of the week of wrestling. And I just cannot do that many podcasts. Because <laughs> I also work in eight-hour shift, second shift. So that would kind of overwhelm me. I plan on bringing the YouTube back soon. I don't know if I'm going to finish Callisto Protocol on there or not. I may bring it back with the Dead Space remake. I haven't decided yet. So be on the lookout for that. Tony Z plays on YouTube. If you want to subscribe to that. And one last time, patreon.com slash infinite journeys, be on the lookout for the wrestling podcast. It is called tables, ladders and chair shots. That should be debuting pretty soon. That'll probably be next week as well. Originally I wanted to do everything this week and then stuff just kind of got a little crazy. We plan on doing spoiler casts for certain games on the Patreon as well. So that way, if you subscribe and you want to hear the spoilers for a certain game that comes out, like a new game, you'll be able to hear it, and it's not going to go up a free feed, so it doesn't spoil anybody's intentions for any of the new games coming out. We may do one on, or I may do one on Dead Space Remake and poll some of the listeners that want to join in for that. That could be cool. We could open that up for Patreon subscribers. If you want to join in on any of the spoiler casts, then you can uh, subscribe to Patreon, and maybe you'll be able to join in with us. That's something interesting to consider but yeah other than that it's just been vampire survivors final fantasy 7 everybody's probably already played final fantasy 7 remake at this point and the the standalone dlc and is ready for i guess there's like another one coming out soon that's like the second part of final fantasy 7 i never really played the original final fantasy 7 so i don't know how long it was or what the deal is with this i know that crisis core is like a prequel to that and that just came out so i don't know if i'm gonna play that one or not until later on down the line but yeah i guess that will do it for this episode of infinite journeys hopefully i didn't run my mouth so long that it got bland and boring <laughs> i haven't done a solo episode in so long i think the last time i did a solo episode was in a random fallout lore episode which was before asher joined the show but yeah as always thank you all so much for joining and uh be sure to subscribe tweet out the episodes do all the good stuff you've been doing, review the show. We'll check out your reviews and read them on future episodes. And yeah, be on the lookout next week or very soon for the two Patreon exclusive podcasts and next week for Infinite Journeys where we will cover Dead Space lore. Oh man, speaking of Dead Space lore, I was looking up the wiki to get some lore on that and holy crap, there was way more Dead Space lore than I realized. So I'm kind of glad we have another week because it's going to take a while to do all that research. (laughs) But yeah, Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, everybody, when you're gaming, your journeys are infinite. See ya.